Hello, welcome to The Honest War Game. I'm your host, Rob, live on Twitch in front of a live Twitch studio audience. I am going through all of the stats. Well, actually, me and the Twitch chat have already been through the stats. We've had a little look at this information about Iron Jaws and Stormcast Eternals. Now, I know what you're saying, Rob. Rob, there's a whole Uruk Warclans book. We did talk about the Cruel Boys on the main stats breakdown yesterday, but we're not talking about... Well, we'll show you why. It seems a bit redundant to even have a conversation about Big War or bone splitters uh it mainly seems to be a conversation about iron jaws and stormcast eternals and what their event results have really done since the new books have been released have they got good have they got popular are people winning with them uh now's the time to find out really uh I, this is filmed in front of a live twitch studio audience if you guys ever want to join us live on twitch uh you really really should um because they're just great people here they are in the chat oh there they are in the chat you guys can hang out with them um and this has been brought to you by the stats team of warhammer rob uh cabbage the rest of the guys and most importantly not most importantly ziggy uh, is also there because rob does loads ziggy's fantastic everyone's great basically i just present the information is what i do uh if you do like the information you should share it with your local gaming groups um because this is data collected from uh, all around the world from different five round tournaments so two days five round tournaments is where all this information has come from we've got most if not all of the events that have happened from around the world included in here um so there's a lot of data this is basically the most information that you're going to get from about competitive age of sigmar and generally age of sigmar anyway um so uh yeah leave some ziggies in the chat please that would be great uh <laughs> right so Stormcast Eternals and Iron Jaws didn't do it on the main stat show because they deserved their own breakdown, uh, which is pretty interesting. So let's look at the um, uh, the old tome. So let's look at how they performed beforehand. This is really important. So Stormcast, as you can see, 37%. 37% win rate. Under the new book, boom. Those guys are going to change to 45%. So... Do I think that that's where they're going to land? I do not think that that is going to uh, that is where it's going to land at all. Um, I think that they're going to do better. More people are going to buy long strikes, fulminators, and dragons, and they are going to do better and better. I think we're going to see that number go up. So when we uh, when I break that down into new tome and FAQ, I really should uh, just uh, be specific. This is after the new battle tome has been released, and this is after the FAQ that we've seen put in place so um which is normally where we start to really track information from everything before the faq doesn't really tend to help all of us um at all so the faq that's where they are now boom that's how they look that's uh they're at a 45 percent win rate i expect that to change and as we go and look at the sub factions in a little moment um you'll see some stuff happen there okay let's talk about um uh iron jaws okay and then we're going to look at meta representation. If we look at Iron Jaws on here, you can see they were at 36% win rate. Not very good. Not very good um, at all. With Big War at a 34% win rate and Bone Splitters at a 41. Now, Iron Jaws, 36% win rate. And as we know, or if you're into Competitive Age of Sigmar, a lot of people having that conversation. Boom. They're up to a 54% win rate. So their new book is very good. It isn't what we call in the danger territory. That's really, really important. It's not in the 55% plus section of the game. As you can see, since that book has been released, Legion of Chaos Ascendant is still up there. Lumineth, Disciples of the Inch, Sons of Behemoth, and Seraphon uh, have very recently. So this is taking out anything that happened before the cutoff point, which was the FAQ for the Stormcast um, and uh, the Uruk Warclan. So they came out 
uh, previously. I think they came out in September. I'll just double check that with the, the crew in the chat now. Um, but the cutoff point, so Seraphon doing very well at the minute in recent events at recent time. Over time, uh, Seraphon aren't the best performing army. And in fact, uh, it's still Sons of Behemoth there at the top. Okay. All right. Let's talk about meta, rep meta participation because that's really important as well. Okay, the armies that we want to look at really are Bone Splitters, Big War. Oh, we can't break them out. Okay, so Big War, 0.7% before uh, the change. And that's actually gone down. That's gone down to 0.6% uh, when their new book came out. Okay, Rob, Bone Splitters, they got a new book, um, new rules. They took a lot of rules off. Uh, what are we, how do we feel about that? Okay, so Bone Splitters community definitely feels pretty bad about that because under the new book with all the new rules, that's gone down from 1% to 0.3%. Okay, so which is why we're not going to talk about Bone Splitters today. There isn't a point. There's no, we don't have any data. No one's really running them. And that is very interesting when you talk about the same book, but just a different faction. And that specifically is Iron Jaws. So when we go and find our Iron Jaws, we see that they were already a pre pretty popular army at 4.2% of the meta. Okay? Really popular. When the new book came out, completely changed up. The most popular army. The most popular army. With Stormcast, uh, which we'll talk about in a second, uh, the second most popular army. The most popular army. So do rules drive people's excitement to play with armies? The answer is quite clearly and obviously yes. That's always going to be the case. Um, but... Good rules also, and I don't just mean broken rules. Um, I just mean rules that make your army fun and engaging to play with on the tabletop, especially games that you're not going to lose with because Bone Splitters uh, and Big War also have pretty poor win rates as well, which we'll look at in a moment. So uh, just talking about Stormcast really quickly um, because that's important. Always a popular army. Uh, as you can see, 5.3% of the meta, even though they weren't doing particularly well. Um, so still really popular, and as we've already discussed, became the second most popular army post the FAQ. Okay, so amazing stuff, right? New book, reinvigorates an army, gets them on the tabletop, people play with them. That's how it works, basically. Um, but, but, but importantly, in fact, actually, let's just quickly fly back because there's, a, there's always a disingenuous conversation that's had, yeah, that new book equals best book. Okay, that just isn't the case. Okay, Iron Jaws. 54%. A good book, Equal Daughters of Cade, which is a very strong book, okay? Stormcast, 45%, okay? Still not the top books, okay? Anything over 55% is a problem, and that's Lumineth, Disciples Inch, Sons, and Seraphon. And the new Iron Jaws haven't really dethroned them particularly much. They've hurt them, but they haven't dethroned them. Uh, that Seraphon and Sons of Behemoth have been floating around there for a while. So, like... The new book being OP isn't really a situation. It's got some problem units in. Uh, I know a lot of you are going to say Rob Gorgrunters are a problem unit. Maybe they are. Maybe they are, but there are already existing problem units in the game. Okay? All right. That, that makes sense, right? Good. Thanks, Twitch chat. Just, are you okay? None of you said anything for a minute, so I'm kind of panicking now. <laughs> I miss you. Uh, all right okay uh let's go look at the faction review so as we've talked about um uh we've talked about with uh we're going to talk about iron jaws first okay so they were at a 36 percent win rate previously okay iron sons was the most popular sub faction you can see here 
right uh what are these things on the right you might not have watched yesterday's show so you're not not sure what i'm talking about over on the top right hand corner you have top middle and bottom now those refer to tiers so basically any army that has a win rate of over 55 percent goes into the top tier or as we call it the top of the meta or the sin part of the meta the middle the fat middle is everything that's got a win rate between 55 and 45 percent of the meta sometimes we include a couple that are just below that and then the bottom tier or the bin tier are any army that's got 40 ish percent or worse win rate at the bottom and what's good is because some armies do better against certain tiers the top tier sometimes kind of fight amongst themselves but also there are some armies that do better into the top tier and some armies that don't do as well into the top tier but super well into the bottom tier right so iron sons as you can see uh, they have a better win rate than them all than the other sub factions overall uh, with the choppers being not good uh, but again not tons of data and blood tooths uh, on a 40% win rate. But if you ran Iron Suns, it was 43. This changes up so much under the new book. So the army goes up to a 54% win rate straight off the bat. 460 games, it's a lot of games already in, in the bag for this new book. Okay. Okay, let's look at the sub factions. Blood Tooths, which allow those Gorgrunters to be battle line, immediately 49% win rate. Yeah. Uh, no, no, sorry, 49% popularity. They're the most popular sub faction. Iron Suns in second. Let's look at Iron Suns. As you can see, the Iron Sons have got a 48% win rate. They don't do as well into the top, middle, or bottom of the meta. Oh, no, sorry. They do slightly better into the top of the meta than the Iron Sons do, right? Uh, however, Blood Tooths, 61% win rate. Right up there at the top, yeah? They do better into the top meta, 49%. That's So there are only three armies that perform well into the top meta. Seraphon, Zinch, and Sons of Behemoth. Uh, play well into the top of the meta they're the only ones with uh, win rates into the top of the meta uh, on average some armies sub factions do better into the top of the meta uh, but this goes straight up which is amazing from 44 to 49 percent and they crush the middle of the meta though so they hang around the fat middle massively look at that 68 percent win rate into the bottom of the meta they're about the same so blood tooth huge popularity in that win rate massive is it because of the gore grunters that has to be the question. They can have them as battle line. I would say I don't think it's the Gorgrunter issue. I think ultimately, in my opinion, is actually the, the their allegiance or sorry their sub faction allegiance ability for the move, which is so so good. That's what I'm saying. Um, uh, and then yeah, and then we well so one of the kind of follow ups is is you would expect them to kind of do an alpha strike with the pigs as Nap God is suggesting in the chat. You take your units of pigs, you mighty destroyers them which means they get to make an extra move that means they're moving 18 inches forward and then they're charging it's pretty impressive you war chanter up those pigs and they become super strong and then you make the more crusher use the faster ability for a once per game move so he moves 12 inches another 12 inches in the movement phase uh so you basically charge your whole army out in the first turn which would mean you would want to see a one drop but we're not really seeing that like 47 percent of the lists um, do have a battle regiment, but 57% have a warlord. That's because I think at the moment you're seeing a lot of double more crusher lists. So you've seen two more crushers, uh, and so they want the extra artifact in their army, is what we've seen. Maybe have an arcane tome more crusher, maybe have a, um, a amulet of destiny more crusher, is what you're seeing. So that warlord battalion showing off uh, that uh, you just can't, like, they're Iron Jaws players at the end of the day. They want big, they want big, strong boys, right? Um, 
Uh, they're so fast it doesn't matter if you go second as you sit out of range. That's true from Pro to Tabletop. So that's Iron Jaws overall. The new since the new book released, uh, you're most likely to get two wins with them, 33%. But that's very close with most likely being able to get three wins. Uh, we have this thing on the show again. The first time you've listened to any information, we have this thing called the positive win rate potential. So uh, PWRP. Uh, so that's your likelihood of getting more wins than losses. Uh, so going three to or better a tournament. Uh, and it's not bad for these guys. It's 52%. So a little bit above average, which is quite nice. Uh, so the PWRP, uh, which we should put a hot link. So that's Iron Jaws. Uh, do I think that they need changing? Ah, maybe you could put 10 points on pigs. I wouldn't put 30. Do more crushers need a change? No. Uh, their base is massive. You can screen them quite nicely. Um... If you put the points up on pigs, you'll just end up with brutes in Iron Suns. And brutes are fantastic anyway. Um, I think you should give some opportunity for people to, to wait. But they definitely are very destructive. They definitely are very destructive as an army. Maybe you could see some points changes move around a little bit um, just to try and cap them down. But that 54% win rate isn't obnoxious. They put some in our very, very... Uh, like, we're happy with that. Anything between 45 and 55, we're happy with. And don't forget, these are super popular. We have seen, so I've been doing the stat show for Agency Mar for years. So when we fought, first saw Sinesh released or Flesh Eater Courts or Daughters of Cain, uh, we saw them sitting at um, win rates of over 70% on release. First two weeks on release. And then it continued to it either plateaued, sometimes escalated, and it took an FAQ to really reduce those down. Sometimes we saw them drop down to things as low as 65%, which as I'm saying, is obnoxious so the fact that they're the most popular army everyone's put them out there everyone's playing with them as we've seen they're the most popular army uh, at the moment but they're only getting the 54 percent win rate makes me very comfortable like they seem strong i agree but they aren't winning everything and that's super important now that might change over time as we see more on the tabletop as people get more practice with them but what they aren't are those early releases that we saw from fleshy courts slanesh that which were just face roll auto wins in some situations and i'm really happy to see them in that place so uh if anyone starts hating you on the pigs send them my way because so far seems okay right um the popularity makes the data relatively well tested as well and i agree with uh, nap god um so there we go like i know you don't want to hear it you might be like i don't want to hear it uh, uh so there we go now uh on to stormcast let's look at stormcast uh and here we go stormcast boom okay uh so this is stormcast eternals uh so previous to the old book hammers of sigmar was the most popular um uh, because of that shoot twice commandability uh, uh which was or was that in anvils was that anvils or hammers i don't remember uh, but either way, they sat on a 43% win rate. So a little bit underneath what we wanted them. We want them, uh, it was anvils. Thank you. So uh, I don't know who these people are, were running Hammers of Sigmar. Weird, weird people. But, it, it, well, okay. Um, were they a better win rate? Apparently they're a better win rate. Okay. <laughs> Apparently Shootcast was not the one. Uh, however, in Age of Sigmar 3, 43% win rate. So we would have liked them to have been a little bit better. Like, not loads, but a little bit. Uh, oh, I forgot. Oh, I do have multiple selected. Sorry. Thank you. Start again. Okay, old tome. It was anvils. I was right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and they had a 30... Uh, thanks, Twitch chat. Love you. They had a 37% win rate. Okay. They liked Warlord uh, Battalions, I guess, for multiple artifacts. Um, I don't know what they were taking them on. 
Um, but yeah, Anvils was the most popular because you wanted that shoot twice commandably. And a 37% win rate. So going into the new book, and that changes around a little bit. Look at this. Hammers of Sigmar, far and away the most popular uh, sub-faction, 51% of the time. And I'm also looking for a battle regiment as well. Now, Hammers of Sigmar make your Dracoths battle line, which is uh, why I think we're seeing these so popular, because before the release of the Dragons, uh, we haven't really uh, needed anything else. And also the battle line units, like it's a pretty elite army. So as much as the Vandactors, Vindictors, Vindicators, whatever you want to call them, um, are good, you probably want the Dracoths as your battle line, truthfully, um, which is why you're seeing them uh, in there. Um, uh, and then <laughs> uh, Vandal, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the name of them. So that's why Hammers of Sigmar are the most popular by by a long stretch because they're just they're just really really good, uh, and their win rate with them goes up if you look. If you're running Hallowed Knights, forty four percent win rate. If you're running Knights Excelsior, forty one. Um, although apparently Knights Excelsior is not bad into the top of the meta. Not a lot of matches with them, but what are they doing? That is an interesting. A research for later is what I'm going to look at. But Hammers of Sigmar, as a sub-faction, have got a 50% win rate. And you have to think that most of the competitive choices were made here, as you can see. Um, and they're more in the middle, which is nice because that 45% win rate is right at the bottom of where we want them to be. But uh, actually, if you're taking maybe one of those competitive choices, looks really nice. Excelsior, is Excelsior Annihilate a Paladin spam? It might be. It really might be. Battle Regiment still seems to be a thing that they want. That makes sense. The army deep strikes, so maybe it wants the opportunity to make sure it can deep strike and it doesn't get zoned out on the board. Uh, and your positive win rate potential with this army is uh, not bad. Uh, you're most likely to get three wins with this army, 26%. Uh, two wins is 24, and one win is 22. So um, it's, it feels more like a 2-3 army than a 3-2 army. Um, Knight Excelsior is Paladin Battle Line. Okay interesting the mortals on the paladins they've got the two up armor save that is some hot gossip there this is the paladin list but look what it plays into looking at the excelsior um sub faction plays better into the top of the meta or it goes into the 50 percent bracket which very few people do the mid bracket as you can see it does worse but it really struggles into the bottom tier i assume that's because the paladin spam is really good at delivering a lot of mortal wounds but is bad at taking out big swaths of the enemy a lot of the armies that you see in the bottom tier tend to be armies that have lots of bodies skaven gits beasts of chaos they're all in the bottom tier they have a lot of bodies on the board uh, and it looks like those knights excelsior can't deal with them particularly well um however the hammers of sigmar uh do better into everything so they just seem like a better all-round army. Okay, so that's Stormcast Eternals. Now uh, we get to do the final fun bit. Okay, so win rate over time. Our brand new stat. Shout out to Ziggy on this. So here you can see how the armies have performed since book release. So the old tome, that's when the new tome came in. So look at that immediate jump. So purple, as you can see in the center here, look at this immediate jump when the new book came in. For the iron jaws then they got that faq saying that they could do the commandability three times on all out defense and all out attack uh, and it's jumped up a little bit more for stormcast uh the new tone came out they hit 38 percent. i think a lot of people just put in their new armies on the board uh and then you saw this big jump into 45 percent. i would expect that to go up over time 
Similarly, um, if you look at the win rate by month, you see that drop down uh, for Stormcast. But October uh, and November, we had the same results really for Stormcast. Uh, but Iron Jaws just getting better. Starting out at 51. In November, we've seen them uh, go up to a 57% win rate. So they are pushing into what is the problem area at that top right-hand corner. Uh, so if that continues to chart upwards, we could be in a really problematic place. Let's compare them to some of the big hitters uh, because it's absolutely worth doing. So um, some of the big hitters, Lumineth Realm Lords. As you can see here, they've had a very fluctuating um, uh, fluctuating a series of results. 58%, they've moved into that kind of 52% category here and then 58 again. Uh, 60%, 62 in September. Uh, October, they had a, a pretty bad month, 51%, but it's November, they started to bring it back at 57. It'll be interesting to see what the FAQ does to them. Uh, let's take a look at Daughters of Cain or Marathi and the Bow Snakes. Consistently, um, it looks like they've just had a few poorer months uh, over time. Uh, August and October weren't kind to them, uh, but they've popped up a little bit. Uh, but and they had a bit of a blinding month in September, so uh, that's really nice. I don't think anything particularly has changed there, but the ability for the Iron Jaws to chase them down could be why we're seeing that. So that's Daughters of Cain. Uh, oh, yeah, Daughters of Cain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They overlaid really nicely with Lumineth. Oh, I've dropped I've dropped one of the other armies off. We want to keep Lumineth, and we want Iron Jaws to come back. Come back. There we go. Hey, that's interesting. Uh, that is interesting. Like, uh, people started playing tank heals to help versus that alpha. That's true, Dice Macabre. Uh, appreciate you in the chat. Uh, and then, uh, who else do we want to look at? We'll look at the, the, the current winners of Age of Sigmar, the Sons of Mohammed. So there we go. So 62% at the start, uh, or as you can see, 58%. And actually, uh, 62, so August and September were very good for them. And then 59 and 57%. Now, they're getting a little bit worse as time goes on. And I would assume there's a couple of things that happened here. This 58% win rate in July bumped up massively uh, in August and September, helped by that White Dwarf release. You got that Bosses of the Stomp uh, battalion that they were able to take. And then they pushed into October and November. You might think that maybe in October, November, people are realizing how maybe to shut those gargants down. Maybe they're teching specifically to take down gargants. Being one of the most popular armies, they're building armies that can pass that DPS check. Uh, so that's really interesting how they're playing into Sons of Behemoth over time. Uh, and then Seraphon. This is kind of the interesting uh, bit of news. Uh, you might see some nerfs, nerfs sorry, uh, coming up uh, to Seraphon. Uh, but if you look at their their results, they're tracking upwards. July, don't forget, Seraphon were a menace in Age of Sigmar 2. They were a menace. And because of that, they had a very particular army build, which was Fangs of Sotek. But the army is so, so adaptable. So what's happened is they've been able to move with the meta, but you haven't seen that early in July and August, but you've started to see that September, October, and November. How have they done that? Thunder Lizard and draco tail salamanders those are the kind of plays that we've seen change them up they've pivoted away from clouds of skinks and they've started taking stegodons with sky street bows and salamanders and bacillodons that shoot twice and they've been able to just get better and better results taking advantage of those battle tactics uh, that monsters score more points with and i think that's what you're seeing um uh, happen there also they play really well into a meta iron jaws do an additional plus one damage on their weapon profile thanks to the war chanters but thunder lizard reduces that damage down by one 
so there's a nice counterplay there mega gargants either do damage three or damage two they're the most popular in the meta you take thunder lizard you reduce the damage that's your sub faction ability you reduce damage incoming by one you neuter their ability to do the output which i think is uh really good so there you go uh some great information there now these will be slides that are available on the honestwargamer.com for you guys uh to check out they we were we are also working on a way to host this um uh what's it called data portal oh, i can't remember what it's called uh but whatever it is uh on the honest wargamer website as well it's taking some working out to do uh we think we have to pay a particular pro web app thank you we have to pay a particular program to be able to host it to then put it on basically if that makes sense um but then you guys should be able to press all the, the the buttons and have a little look for yourselves which should be fun so that's something we're hopefully going to try and work on maybe for january or something uh we'd also like to put it on the app that we have uh, it's only available on android at the minute but hwg plus so honest wargamer plus again i'll put that in the show notes uh which is a, a way for you to track your games um when you play games also eventually we'll be tracking uh stat data and player data from that which will be really really fun uh, so loads of ways to help you play better games of Age of Sigmar in the future, make good decisions um, with what you want to um, buy, uh, and also just great information just to have at hand anyway, right? So I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Uh, it's been really fun. Thank you to uh, Ziggy, Rob, and the rest of the stats team. They've been brilliant. If you do have any thoughts, I'd love to hear them below. If you do have any ideas on what you'd like to see in the future, you can let us know. That'd be really, really good. Uh, and thanks for tuning in uh, to this Wargamer. Don't forget, like, subscribe, leave a comment, all that jazz. See you guys soon.